0: This is Melina, and you're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. Mm. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's Badass Billy Gunn, WWE Hall of Famer, and now your new AEW producer. You're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you Suck it.
1: The Smash the Mat Podcast with your hosts, G Money, J5, DB, and Mr. Magnificent.
2: Yo! What is great greatness? It is Ugliest brother, in Radio G Money, and of course, it is one half of the sexiest tag team in all of North Carolina, Team Sexy, Mister Magnificent, and we have the other half of Team Sexy in the building. Who? Tell, talk to him, Dave. Sweet Daddy D, the other
1: half of the illustrious sexiest tag team on this side of the Mason-Dixon line, Team Sexy.
2: <laughs> I like that. The illustrious, <laughs> illustrious. College word of the day. College word of the day. <laughs> okay, okay. So
1: this is a, a this
2: is a special episode because we've been talking about this and we recently saw a post from our good brothers down in well, my, <laughs> why you look at me like that. My good friend. No, 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 sir. So we've got Team Pitbull in the mother-loving building. So I'm gonna let you guys introduce yourselves.
3: I am the Panamanian Pitbull Shane Martin, the greatest talent living. What's up, G Money?
2: What's up, my brother? And what's up, Steve? What's going on? What's going on? It's the Pitbull
4: Steven Idol. It's Trey G, the Indy icon. Well, we've got the
0: Pitbull Baron Lewis. You know who I am, Ken. The least favorite guy on the podcast. The only reason I'm doing this is because of G Money. <laughs> Seriously, Ken. <laughs>
5: i understand. Oh, the only reason why you're allowed on the podcast is because G Money is here. Yo. <laughs> That's the
0: reason this podcast is the G Money. You know what? <laughs> We're gonna get rid of you, and G Money's gonna run Smash Smash podcast.
4: I guarantee you not understand it. Hey Baron, hey Baron, you think Ken's still sore about that chair we wrapped around
5: his head? Oh, <laughs> We're not we're not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about that. You know how long it
1: took me to recover from that?
5: I was scheduled for a show the very next week and we, we, couldn't we, make it
1: because of that. We should talk about that. Because as team sex, we're constantly gentlemen. And when someone pulls out a chair for us, we want to do the same for them. So whenever you two or four pit bull puppies feel like you want to get some smoke. When this epidemic is over, we're waiting on you. The pit bull puppies. That was yeah, cute. That was the the pitbull puppies. That was cute. Only, that was two cute. Y'all gr- only, only two of y'all grown. The other two of y'all <laughs> oh, <show>. so, <laughs> oh. Oh, wow, oh, wow. Only two
5: of wow. y'all fully
1: grown men. <laughs> now, now,
4: what now, now Dave. <laughs> Dave, we're I mean,
5: not,
1: not going to yeah,
4: do yeah,
5: this this if show. If, we I'm only not, have... if I'm not mistaken,
4: I beat Team Sexy by myself. Oh, so. oh. But you did. I saw the whole thing. You did. I he
1: saw that. When did this happen? Was I there?
5: I don't recall. Oh, Showtime,
1: yeah. Now because young
3: timers.
5: Because we only have a short amount of time in this podcast, <laughs> we go keep it moving,
2: gentlemen. Uh-huh. I, it, hope you, it, I hope you hope you don't mind a it, little her? bit of humor. Cute, <laughs> cute, cute. So so was are there, are these short jokes we throwing out here? Is, oh, of course. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. All right, so we so, got all the time short, in the world. Short, we we technically short, do have, like, we have a lot. Just of
1: like just like their UPWA title reign, is going to be short. The next time we catch you oh, on the ring, it's going to be short. Short and sweet and to the point.
5: Now, you know, you know I, I, okay, going to, we're going to put that aside just for a second, Dave. I want to talk to the pit pup. Uh, excuse me, bulls. So, I'm sorry, my the bad. Pit bull, oh, sorry. Ah. I mean, there, there's some kind of pit bulls, dogs, whatever. You guys, if Double I'm not mistaken, Baron, you you put up a post that said this was going to be a shoot. So is I leave the I leave the floor open. I don't do this very often. But I, I want to leave the floor open so, briefly. So for what you, you want to talk about.
3: talk
0: about. What do you want to talk about, Ken? You asked me to be on this show. I could do a shoot anywhere, Ken. What do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a reason you're never gonna be tag team champions anywhere we are again? <laughs> do you want to hear why Dave has to smoke to put up the juice? Do you wanna hear your aunt that I <laughs>
5: I would like to hear I would like to hear why Team Sexy is such a great tag team. I would like to hear why Team Sexy is not too. the current tag team who champions right of wrestling with a purpose. And I would like to know who to talk to in order to get a tag wait, team wait, wait, shot. Wait, there. wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. First things first. Now as as I hold on, hold on one second. As I understand it, I heard somebody say something about tag team champions. Are is Team Pitbull currently the UPWA tag team champions? training
1: and defending for a short time
2: okay <laughs> i see what you did there short time i like that okay which which two which two of you are holding the titles
4: me and steven All right. yeah, me and trey g on the,
1: the tag team right, the got grown you. dog and the little dog Oh, okay, See, okay. the only
5: reason why they're currently tag team champions is because the last show was postponed due to the coronavirus.
3: It, it, hold on, hold on. It doesn't matter which two has a belt. It does matter which two of us shows up.
1: and he it, it does matter. The it does because it, it. it's an unfair it. dynamic. It. Y'all show up with, with substitutes, <laughs> and a regular tag team shows up with just two guys, and y'all oh. taking five members hey. at a time. Hold on. When, hold on. The last time we another, was in the ring wasn't, together, wasn't there a number there me. of y'all... Wasn't there a number, another member of y'all that were, was replaced by, by this little short guy right here? I'm pointing that. Yeah, I'm talking uh, to you. Brother, brother. Yeah, uh,
4: you
1: uh-huh. know what? Yeah. what hey, it's, it's
4: like six of y'all. Dave. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's clarify Dave's question. The reason there is quote-unquote substitutes is we run as a family, we run as a pack. We defend them together, we do. But the last time I checked, we have won every time we defended those titles. We left you two laying. But this ain't about how bad we are and how tough we are. What I think Baron was trying to get across was we're a family. See, we're the new age version of the horsemen. We will beat you up. We will tell you we're going to beat you up. We will leave you laying. We don't talk about beating you up. Just because you win a match doesn't mean anything to us. It's about who's left standing. And Steven right there, you can make all the short jokes about him and Shane all you want. But those two are the most healthy, well-shaped, built young men that are in the business right now. And they will rip your head off. So just so watch yourselves, guys. You call us pit bull puppies and all you want. Me and Baron may be the Godfather puppies, but those two right there will be the ones that'll rip your trachea out.
5: Speaking well, of well, Dave, Dave let, let me see if you agree with me on this, Dave. Every time uh, Shane Martin or one of the other shorter members of Team Pitbull become champion of a company, it costs the company money. It costs the company's thousands of dollars because they have to now invest in a kid sized belt.
1: <laughs> because they, have a size uh, belt. <laughs> they have to invest in a kid size belt. They have to invest belt. in a smaller All ring. All they have ring. to invest in booster seats. They have to invest in, in baby food because they can't chew up real food. It's a lot they have to invest in. And and, that's and that's what that's we bring that's to that's the table. <laughs> keep
3: talking. Keep yeah. I will keep,
1: see each point you guys again. Keep talking. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep talking. I'm gonna keep talking. I'm gonna keep talking until I see all 15 of y'all at a show somewhere, and I can smack you individually. I'm going to keep talking. Oh, wait so, till so, here's a simple thing,
4: Dave. Here's what we'll do. That way, we can get to the point. Because I know G Money invited us here, and Ben's got a purpose of being here. We'll sell this whole thing. You guys can have a title match anytime you want, but here's the only thing we ask you make sure you tell Ken to be at the building two hours before he's supposed to be there to make sure he's on time. That way, he'll be there to get his butt kicked. Because G-Money is my favorite guy in the world. I just want you to know that. G-Money is favorite guy. And Appreciate I'm going to tell you guys you something. something. And I think all the pit agree. Team Sexy's is one of the best tag teams there are in the state. The best tag teams are in the mid-Atlantic. He's just not as good as we are. But the fact is... You guys are part of what we want to do. We want to restore the order of the Brotherhood of Professional Wrestling. We want real professional wrestlers. And what Team Pitbull is down now is we're going to beat up everyone who does not belong in the business. We're going to beat up everyone who creates problems in the locker room. We're going to beat up all these so-called West Virginia superstars who try to mess around with other guys' wives in the locker room. We're going to, and I'm talking about you, your big fat meathead. Yeah, I hope you hear what I'm saying. Don't be giving people advice while you're living with
5: some ring rat cheating on your wife. Oh, that was a straight shoot right there for you, Jack. Was bang, bang. Now, where's, wait a minute. Where's I wanna, my gunshot emoji? I, I want to take a pause for the cause for a minute because we've talked about this on the show before. Right, right. We, we've talked about on the sh- having Trey G, you know, uh, 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 shoot straight from the hip. Uh, what do you, do you, you, you The rants you do on Facebook, Trey, do, do you feel yeah. one in your spirit yeah. now? I
4: feel anything when I'm with my brothers, man. If y'all don't understand, we ain't no gimmick. We ain't no characters. The Pembroke Pitbull, excuse me, Pembroke Pitbull is from Pembroke. And he is a pitbull. He is lethal. He may look like he's not. But if you're not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Baron, have you not beaten every one of your defenses? You even beat up Santa Claus one year. Steven down there has done exactly what he says. We all ride together. We communicate together. We don't just show up at shows, put on a little gear and go, we're wrestlers. We are a family, and we are a bunch of group-based, murderous people in that ring. Understand that. That's what we're trying to get across in this whole podcast. We ain't just a character. We ain't just a gimmick. We're bringing the reality back to this business. Terry Funk, Dick Slater. Dick Murdoch, guys like that. Not these morons you see on TV doing little circus acts, getting contracts, and now they're all sitting at home, twiddling their thumbs, wondering when they get a job because they got fired by Vince McMahon.
2: Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, that was fire. Pure fire. Now, I just I just thought I just thought about something. Why when you was talking about talking about championships and belts and all that. If I'm not mistaken, currently in wrestling with purpose right now. Who are the tag team champions there? Team Pitbull. I just, I just uh, don't again, remember that at the very last for show. For a short time. For the ver- at the very last show, Baron Bullard and mm-hmm. Johnny Smooth defeated Chief Red Thunder and Mr. Mr. Number One George South to become the Wrestle with Purpose tag team champions. And hey, um, let me correct G. that's uh, the second time
3: Team Pitbull has been tag team champions there. I did not know, know that. There
0: Actually, in the whole two years, WWP's been in existence. Team Pitbull, in one variation or another, has held the tag team titles except for the two or three months that George and Chief Red Thunder did. They got clever and tried to strip us of the belts, and Shane and Steven turned around and won them.
2: <laughs> well, let me say this. I'm, I'm just trying to figure tag out when when exactly is when exactly is Team Sexy going to get their their tag team shot and wrestle with purpose and with UPWA.
1: UPWA is is, is is coming. It's coming. It shouldn't have been happening. Uh, technically, technically, you're, you're talking to the UPWA champs. The only reason why we're not is because we're screwed hey, well, out of the 15 uh, pit bulls. The don't, pack of don't pit bulls. Not not we won the tag team tournament. <laughs> we won the tournament and still get shafted out of the belts. I don't understand how that happens. I don't understand. But you know, when it's two on two versus 15, it tends to happen. You know, it, t- it really tends to happen. Brother Dave, let me hey. let, let me say
5: this. Hey.
0: Thank God for coronavirus because y'all's careers would have been ended a long time ago had it not been for the corona. Because listen, you got talent, wow. Dave, you really do. But Ken, his Weasley, his little legs, team, go, get crippled, you get took out of this business before you know it. I tell you what, Dave, here's what I'm going do. I need we will offer you a position in Team Pitbull now. You might have to carry belts and something because you're not champions, we give you a belt, you know, because we're not the champions in WWP, we're champions in EWA, ACPW, and several other organizations, but here's why, I can't defend all them belts all the time, I will give you my half of the ACPW Tag Team Championship and let you tag with Trey G, all you need to do is help carry our bags sometimes, because they do get a little heavy, and you look pretty strong, you carry our bags, I'll let you be
4: Half of the day, have to pray, G. Hold Not on, man. Like hold and, on. And I'll throw on. one of Patty's pies on top of it. How about that? That's what I was going to ask you, if you knew what kind of pie was
1: like. been so besmirched <laughs> in my life. You're going to ask Sweet Daddy D. Well, the, 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 the well hold sixiest, on, Six is most succulent guy in, in this side of the Mason Dixon line to carry your bags? <laughs> oh, my God. So my so are your bag's even right. My, brand? Hey, right. my, my bag off. got wheels on it, brother, so you know. I, I can't. I he can't believe you it. even. Oh my God! I don't think I do. Dave, I'm, 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 Dave, I'm offended. Don't be offended. It's okay. I'm, I'm I understand. Defended, you know, offended,
5: offended, you
0: quit using words you don't understand. you know what? As,
5: as much as I, 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 as much as I, I respect Team Pitbull, G Money, um, as, as good as they are in the ring. As as many titles as they've won across uh-huh. the state of North Carolina, uh-huh, uh-huh. Team Sexy is just just that much better than they are. And you see, the reason why we haven't had a title shot in a, uh, oh, what's the name of the company? That little rinky-dink thing. Um, uh, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, you just mentioned it. Well, wrestling with purpose. Wrestling <laughs> with a purpose. Yeah, I'm sorry, I completely forgot. The reason why we haven't had a tag team championship bout in there is because they're afraid. Uh, didn't
0: y'all the tag team they're afraid.
5: That's why they run in packs, so to speak. you
0: lost the tag team tournament, Ken. And if I'm <laughs> mistaken, you would have won the tag team. Yeah, that's why we am you to help career because you're the loser of the team. You're not I'm my thing, say though. you're part of
4: I'm not going to insult You are the most. 30,
0: oh, man,
2: wait a minute. <laughs> These erroneous negroes. <laughs> you, was... you are the foul.
4: You are the team,
2: darling.
0: You are every number tag team there is more one <laughs>
4: You are the butt. You are the butt zoom hop You of the tag team. Him out. You're one of the best <laughs>
5: <laughs> So, okay, okay, all right. So we, we're gonna we're gonna rein it in just just a little bit, and I want to get serious for just a second. Whatever you do, don't go hurt yourself because I don't let
0: you know that you're a loser. Don't go hurt yourself. But here's the thing. I, mean, the loser I do respect you. I do respect you. You yep. respectable loser, Now there's a lot of losers I don't respect. Somebody's got to take the pen, and that's what plays in the wrestling business. Other people need to be buying tickets. You are the guy that counts a lot for us every night. I mean, everybody's got a place.
4: Yeah, you're you're our uh, yeah, you're our uh, Tommy Angel, buddy. But
0: uh, every macho
5: man a lefty okay. You just keep rocking <laughs> What have we done on this show? <laughs> hey, you better
4: watch oh out! My you know. God. You better watch out! Dylan Hines might call you. Uh, my Jobber, you know, why sitting on his couch in the basement eating ho hos, living off his daddy's name. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, tell me who the other high was, you just big oh, fat guy that insults real wrestlers, accepts his mom's basement, goes to a college online. You know the ones where you pay like a hundred dollars and they give you a diploma. Oh, oh well Ken, you ain't got nothing to worry about if he only insults real wrestlers. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: yeah.
5: Oh my God. Oh, my God.
0: But hey Ken, I'm you a bit. So let me you, you won a lot of gold and a lot of places until Team Pit Bull come along.
4: That's true. But it's funny
0: that's how true. that works, ain't it? We kinda exposed you to different ken. Oh games.
5: yeah, that's that's real funny. It won't it won't happen again. That's that's for sure. It definitely. Hey, well, you know
4: Baron, the most amazing happened. thing to me is we're G Money's favorite tag team and he has the
5: podcast with him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is an inaccurate fact.
0: This podcast becoming, smash
3: the
2: man. I will. I will not confirm nor deny any statements. All, <laughs> I'm on, go, don't, don't. I'm all, not. I'm not. not mm, hey, i he about to settle. I'm about to settle this. I'm about to settle this. G
1: money. What does what what song does the pitbulls come out to the ring in? What song does Team Sexy come to the ring with? What song does Team Sexy come to the ring with? Soul Glow. (laughs) My dude. So, the fact that he doesn't know anything about you guys, (laughs) but he knows us, just proves who his favorite team is. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. wait. I will say this, though. I will say this. I will say this. The last couple shows that I've been at, uh, Wrestle With Purpose Wise. every time Trey G comes out, I swear that I be thinking Chris Jericho's about to show up because <laughs> <laughs> he comes out to Judas. And I, I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Jericho's here. And then here comes Trey G. I was like, oh. Oh, it's Trey G. Okay. Big disappointment, <laughs> is Big disappointment, is it? Really
1: much big like disappointment, isn't it? Much like the career of the
4: pit <laughs> yeah. Almost as much disappointed hey, as when the it, bell sh- rings sh- and you guys are looking sh- up, sh- up at the lights. Sh- <laughs> Ken, Ken, please quit texting me to leave you alone. I'm not going to
5: do it. Quit texting me to leave you alone. (laughs) They can't see the video, (laughs) Trey. I know, but you just told us you were texting me, fool.
2: That's called a baby book. You should know that by now. You literally literally did just walk into that. You walked into that one. (laughs) You just said they can't see the video. They didn't even. You just confirmed. I, I was not texting Trey. Says, now, that's all you had, you had to say. Said, it says, Dear great mentor of mine,
4: please tell <laughs> the bell. Find this for me, and will you please beg Dave not to leave me? I can't take any more
2: disappointment
4: in my personal life.
2: <laughs> Look, wait. Let's 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 change let's change focus for a hot second. Focus right. for a hot second, Baron. I know that you are. I've been seeing. I've been seeing the pictures and the videos and all that stuff, man. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about the Wrestle with Purpose Training School that you got going on? Uh, all
0: right, G, my, here, here's the thing about Wrestle with Purpose Wrestling School. Okay. They said whatever you do, is not to be the head trainer, so they made me and Stephen the head trainer. I was like, man, was like, but what can he teach? They said he comes out good and flow. and I was like, okay. Was like, so when we decide to do the entrances, we'll bring in Ken because once the pop and the confetti's over, we actually teach him how to wrestle, not just
2: about the music. <laughs> oh man, look what is well. What? I guess me- it's it's hard to it's hard to, to ask you when the when the school is gonna open because of the pandemic. But, but just just tell yeah. us a little bit about like your, like your process so far. I saw I've seen the ring and everything. Like, where's it going to be located and all that?
0: Well, at the moment, it's in Pembroke, North Carolina. But I have an investor wanting me to put it in one of his buildings. But we're also working on a permanent location. We're working on some big things for WWP where we may have a home base. Like, uh, there's some exciting things coming. We're not going to go too far into details. <laughs> But
2: gotcha, um, gotcha. In the
5: way. Okay. Now let me ask you this, Baron. Um, As far as wrestling with a purpose goes on a serious note, you guys do a lot of good stuff for the community. Um, a lot of good things for charity. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the charities that you've worked with, some of the people that you helped and some of the things that you're going to do in the future uh, through wrestling with a purpose?
0: Um, we've had several uh, no. individuals that had to
5: training with. And I don't know how
0: we've all had somebody, a family member, goes in the hospital. We've all experienced a loved one. And as you know, you can't have all the insurance in the world. The insurance ain't going to cover everything. It's still going to be rough financially and physically on you. And there's going to be a big burden in your car. I don't mean to cut you off.
1: I don't mean to cut you off because you know I can't stand your ass. But there's a, uh,
4: I
0: like a family you that hurt.
1: Heard- there's a family that I heard about wrestling on purpose uh, did, did something for. Uh, they, they, they had a child and the child didn't live long. And uh, that uh, company, you know, uh, looked out. And that family is very close to me. And for that, I'll never forget wrestling on purpose. Ever.
0: Thank you, Dave. Um, but um, we've had... Like I said, there's things insurance just don't cover. I've had family members that are sick and I, I'll be honest, I am being fortunate. I've had some family members that was pretty well to do often with or without insurance. So it would be you know, fine. But also no, not everybody has that their financial standing. So we try to help with the financial burden. We've had people that had heart transplants, people that were battling cancer, you know, children that was born with health issues and uh we've also helped organizations like the special olympics and several schools and the uh, local emt rescue squad i mean the whole thing is god blessed us all with wrestling ability we can run our mouths all day and we're a little bit tougher than the average human taking punishment and we just use use the gifts that god give us to try to help the community because that would be selfish. Us to use our ability just to feed our ego. We all got egos, but you know, what good's a gift from God if we can't use it to help somebody else? And that's definitely, that's the biggest
5: agrees. part of WWE. Now you, you know, want to give everybody your your contact information uh as far as like if they can't make it to a show and they still want to make a donation to the cause or where they can follow uh a um, purpose.
0: Uh, they can go to the Wrestling with Purpose Facebook page. Now, as far as to make a donation, we're still working on that system because we hadn't too long got um the credit card thing. I can't even think of the words now. But like you can pay through Apple Pay and Google Pay too, as long as along with t- and major credit card. So I'm um, still working on how to do that transaction. As if somebody wasn't there, if somebody wanted to donate.
5: Okay, now let me let me shift focus a little bit to uh, Mr. G. Um, We talked about earlier about how you go on the quote unquote Facebook rants, which I happen to love. Big fan, yeah, like legit, big fan of that. Um, Would you mind giving us a little bit on how you feel about the wrestling business? I guess as a whole today. Um. Well, there's a big difference in what it was. And I know everybody's
4: like, don't get on this kick about, oh, you guys are out of date, You guys are out of that. So let's just look at it before I get into this real quick. I'm going to make it quick. You know, back in the early 80s and early 90s, they were taking buildings that held a quarter of what is now. And they were filling them up. And the houses were great. The newspapers were involved. Everything was great. It was a household thing. You know, like the stuff that WP's doing, wrestling was doing then. Um, and then now you got these companies with more tele telecommunications, more social media, and they can't even put you know, you can't even fill up the I'll just use Fayetteville, for example. They can't even fill up the old arena and the NWA used to fill it up once a week you had to buy your tickets almost a couple days in advance to get in the door. And the problem is, is the business has been or the wrestling business has been, treated like a circus act it's not a circus act it's a sport everybody can't do this you know it takes a man with a certain mentality i think Dave said it earlier in a conversation i had with him we're a little different we're a little out there and the rest of business now you know you got guys that are on top that deserve to be on top and you got guys who are down here and i mean that in the best way that deserve to be on top because they don't know the right person or they don't look the right way or they don't say the right things or like me and baron especially and probably Shane, we ain't politically correct about everything we say. We don't care about hurting feelings. You know, and I'm not saying one bit that I deserve to be anywhere. That's not what I'm saying. But it's more of a politic game, a political thing than anything. The wrestling business now has a lot of young coming talent, and I'm just I mean, I'm not trying and to
1: I don't mean to cut you off trade, but I hit up a promoter a couple weeks ago. And I'm not I'm gonna just throw this 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 thing out there. I, I gave him the price, hella low yep. price. I'm I'm going I gave him 40 bucks, 40 bucks a piece. Okay. He looks okay. at me and goes, I can't afford 40 bucks a piece. And I chuckle, because we all know that's that's chump change, right? So then I look at who he's who he's booking. Every talent he has, he is trained. And a lot of them don't have gear. And and that's where this business is right now. You have guys who just wants to play promoter and use us as action figures and oh i'm gonna do this story this story here this story here and then you also have guys who who show up to train two for two weeks and all of a sudden leave and all when they come back oh i was trained by such and such and now they're getting bookings and it's like i remember i was watching listen jim Cornette a couple a couple days ago i love the corny podcast he was talking about how your first day in wrestling training it was designed for you not to come back and if you came yeah. back, you—that's you, when you know you—you you want to do. But nowadays, you go to first training camp and they're—you know—let you run the ropes, ask you yeah. what you want to learn. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, now fuck that. Make this shit hard so these people won't come the hell back, and we weed out all Dave, these little bullshitters.
4: Well, Dave, but, here's the thing—you touched on exactly where I was going with that. There's two things about this. I, I and I'm not putting myself out there, it's just a known fact. I helped train the dolphins. I train. Well, actually I trained the Dolphins for the most part, they'll tell you that. But I did, there was other people yes, involved. Did. I trained Charlie Dreamer, I trained Sean Cruz, I trained a few of the guys will leave unmentionable, you know, and I didn't cut them a break one bit. I had the Dawson's throwing up and I'm not, and they'll tell you that they mentioned to me when they come over a couple weeks ago, they were throwing up. I was harsh. They ain't come to a couple of my, I didn't play no joke. I made military guys quit in, in the 82nd airborne. And the problem is, is what you just said, you know, whose fault it is. The business is the way it is right now. G money, everybody in this. And I think Aaron will probably agree with me. You know, whose fault it is. The business is the way it is right now. All of us, because we allow it. Just like you said, we allow this stuff. Everybody can't play wrestler. Let me tell you something. Back in, Baron, you mean you traveled around with enough guys that have that made this
1: business. I think Steven's been around Shane. but That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the question. I, I'm sorry to keep cutting you off, but how do we as... I hate to use the word vets because I, I trained 10 years ago, but I know I don't have 10 years worth of matches under my, under my belt, so I never use that word vet. But I know when I'm in certain locker rooms, you sit there and you just watch, and it's like, wow, we're doing that now? And you don't want to be that asshole you know, you know what I mean? And, and some of these young guys, you can't talk to. I remember I I told I had a match with one guy, and he, uh, it was a young dude, and he never even asked me for advice. But afterwards, I was like, hey, man, you might want to do this next time. you know. And he's, before he says that, you go, yes, sir, thank you, I appreciate it. He goes, but my trainer, and I just I let it go. You know well, what I, 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 I let it go.
4: We need to either help, or if they don't want help, like I do. I don't know about Baron, but I do. I've walked to people and said, this is what I think. And they shook me mouth. I'm like, what the hell with you, dude? Because months later, and I know right now, the, the booker at Wrestling Purpose, I'll leave that as, there's guys who used to be very disrespectful to him when he tried to help him that now are kissing his, I guess, lateral ass that's did, to work. And that's the problem. We need the police. Either you're going to get with the program or we're going to beat you out of it. You didn't go to a wrestling school and tell Dick Slater or Wahoo McDaniel or Ivan Koloff what to do. They beat the shit out of you. Dick Slater, I was in a, I've heard stories about Dick Slater walking in the locker and setting his bag down, leaving for two hours. A young kid comes in and sets his stuff there, and he kicked the chair from under. And I think Barron's told me a couple of stories about Manny beating guys' ass, ripping the chairs from under. Them.
1: You know, it's I, was you at a, I was at a wrestling with a purpose show. And you no know, knock to wrestle with a purpose. I think it was the first show I ever did. And it was in the back in the locker room. And there was two vets come in. And I, I consider D-Mac a vet. Uh, I, I do. And key, key up, big ups to the, the trainees wrestle with a purpose. Because I'm sitting there and they were all in, all the trainees were in one one wall, one stall. And I'm watching them, watching them. And I'm like, man, who's going to offer him, who's going to offer D-Mac their seat? Because D-Mac didn't have a, a chair. And he goes, uh, one, I, I forget who it was. He goes, uh, D-Mac, here, you you can sit here. And I, 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 I kind of like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because stuff like that doesn't happen. You, you know what I mean? Uh, two, two weeks into the business, and you got a stall. And this guy been, you know, biggest nigga in the locker room. Give him your seat. You go dress what well, such and such such such. And when I seen that, I was like, yeah, we we're on the right path now. Well, this okay. company's on the right path.
5: And let, let, me, let, me, let, me say let me let me let me say this, Trey. Uh... One of the things that I I really respect about you um, is, number one, when I first started in the business, you, you were one of the first people to give me my first match to allow me to be on somebody else's show other than the home company that I was with. And number two, you have always been honest with me. I can ask you to watch my match. And if I come back to the locker room, you don't BS me. You'll say, oh, man, I, I didn't see it.
1: And that's another thing.
5: It. If you saw it, you, you tell me what was good and what was bad. And I respect that. And the, this business need more needs more people like that. They be honest, do. Because
1: you. I've asked people for advice. and Like I said, I've been doing this 10 years. And I still want advice. I want feedback. When I come through the curtain, if I suck, please tell me I suck. Tell me where I suck so I can fix it. But I've asked guys, hey, can you watch the match? And they go, yeah. I'm not even going to mention the name. But it was at a UPWA show. <laughs> the elder gentleman was assigned to be you know, the match coordinator, and he sat at the corner of the old time. Not going to mention his name. And after the uh-huh. match, I finished, and, and I walk up to him, I said, hey, sir, how was the match? And he looks at me and goes, yeah, that thing you did, and, and, and I mean, you talk about the frog splash? He was like, yeah, the frog splash. You and I both know my big ass ain't never done a frog splash, but he yeah. swore he's done some frog splash in my match, and I, I just know, let him ride, ride with it. You
3: know? yeah, I'm gonna take hey, that back. I I'm, I'm, I'm like the silent asshole type.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Just wait, wait. to go
3: oh. back with what you guys are saying.
2: Okay, okay, go ahead, go
3: ahead, go ahead. Um, this goes to you too, G, because all you guys know. Like, I'm the most. I don't think I'm as good as anybody says I am. I don't say none of that shit to get compliments. But each and every one of you guys have come to give me. Like no, Shane, this is awesome, or this is. You tell me what I'm doing wrong. You, do, you know, tell me what I'm doing right. G, you do the same thing. I'll show you a Mac at the club. Like, hey, man, I think I suck. You're like, no, dude, that's actually pretty good. We need more people who are honest and gonna tell somebody, no, you fucked up on this, or this is pretty mm-hmm. good. And mm-hmm. every single one of you guys that I'm talking to right now have known me for longer than ten years and come and do that to me. And I don't think I'm half as good as any of you guys do, but I appreciate that. And we need more people being honest and quit being dickheads and sitting back. And like you said, not watching a match, but oh, yeah, you had a great match. And you don't know what the hell just happened. That's <laughs> all anybody does. But, oh, yeah, you had a great match. Everybody not have right. a great match on the show. No, well,
4: dude, here's no, the last dude. thing I'm going to say about it. A lot of these two, and, and I'm going to say two things, and none is directed to, to us because I consider everybody in event. But a lot of the green guys who are still learning, they have no respect for the business outside the ring. They don't come help set up. They don't do posters. They don't do anything. All the stuff we learn. Now, once you train and then you move to that state, I got it. I understand. But you don't just show. And there's one guy in particular, and I'm just going to leave that, that shows up because his daddy thinks he's a star, shows up when he wants to, wrestles and leads, and always has an excuse. And I don't have no respect for that. I have no desire to help him whatsoever. Two, we're talking about workers helping. A lot of promoters are causing this. We need to eliminate ourselves from promoters who are booking for better lack of term, backyard trash workers, ungeared workers, unpeople. And, and like you said, you can't get an honest payday because Joe Schmo over here, well, I want to wrestle in front of my girlfriend and or my rat and... You know, I get to wrestle for free, and then this guy who wants 30, 40 bucks is just going to cover his expenses, can't do it. And the problem is, is the promoters are part of the problem. I'm not just blaming promoters and yep. workers, but everybody has to work together. Because right now, anybody yep. can do a show. And bear- For example, Wrestling With a Purpose is running great in Pembroke. Nobody's in Pembroke but Wrestling With a Purpose. And it That's don't take but be. a second somebody sneak in there and shit all over the town. Because I'll be quite frank with it, I had to happen. I run, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I run a benefit show last summer. And I raise money. And next thing I know, this schmuck shows up and draws 20 people at elementary school. Thank God he paid the boys. But he's a mark. And that's just how I feel about it. But, I mean, I'm going to take a step back and let all my pit bulls, I don't want to take up the time. But my fact is, we have to police this as promoters and as workers and as bookers. We're just as responsible, and the ones who don't want to get in gear, we need to kick them out of the ring. We need to get rid of them. And I, I hate that whole thing. Everybody has a spot. No, they don't. Well, actually, they do. No. Some people can be popcorn vendors. Some people can be ring crew. Some people can be chair up. Some people can sell tickets. Some people can buy tickets. And that's another thing. I remember. Thing. Guys who bring their wives, girlfriends in the business who are asking for trouble. I've seen it over and over and over again. It's, wrestling is, people call wrestling a drama, a uh, uh, male soap opera. They ain't talking about the wrestling in the ring. That's the sport. They talk about, about
1: the shit. Locker room. Back. Yeah. Exactly. I was at a show with, Re- it was uh, Warzone for Fayetteville. And uh, they, they ran, like, four shows. I think we did all four of them. But the last show, I knew something was up. I got there. I pulled up to the back of the rock joint. And I seen literally 75 wrestlers. Not 75. We all know it. We You can run a good show with 20, less than 20. And I look, I looked at Ken. I was like, somebody ain't getting paid tonight. And he was like, oh, nah, we getting. <laughs> but anyway, so I I watched the promoter. I'm, once I get the, once I get that feeling, now the promoter is on my eyesight the whole night. I'm watching him, watching him. I go up to the front door where he's standing, he's letting people in for free in exchange if they buy pizza. That is the biggest it it it's 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 so the the wrestling business right now is so polluted. You have the garbage, you have the trash ass. Wrestlers, and then we have trash ass, you know, people who want to be promoted, and I call them tax time promoters because they always come out around this time of year because <laughs> so they got their little tax check and they want to put on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we with this this and, and, and I guess I'm part of the problem because I took the booking. You know, I took the booking. I got paid. You know, I think I was the only guy who left here that got paid, but I took the booking. You know what I mean? And. It's 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 a, it's a give and take because as a wrestler we all want to wrestle. You want to wrestle. You go you go like now the quarantine. We're sitting here. We're all going crazy. Like, I didn't rearrange my house full time. You know because we don't have things to do. Now you have the guys who just show up and damn my, my wife. My wife then she 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 didn't threw me off what I was saying. huh? Yes, sweetie. Uh huh. <laughs> I was making a good point, but she threw me off. She threw me off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, there's man. a good point here. Words, Most of these wrestlers don't even know what a police is anymore. The police oh, used to right. be a Billy Jack Haynes or Dick Slater. Somebody would come into the territory and somebody didn't belong or somebody was disrespecting the business and run it off. I'm gonna go ahead and be blunt with it. Let, I say this is gonna be a shoot. This is gonna be a shoot. Now, one of the biggest problems with professional wrestling today is 95 of these people were punk ass that's uh, because they ain't never been pushed in the face because wrestling is smart now. But let me tell you, me tell you something. I have had people that were trained by dope Nobody try to tell me of all people. And I'm not trying to toot my horn, but I'm going to go ahead and run down a list of God's trained. Scott DeMore, who's famous for training Rhino, who was the head trainer TNA, which is where I got my first original story. Jerry Lynn, if you don't know who he is, he wrestled a hell of a piece from Rob Van Damme. And then Johnny Devine, who was one of the last trainees of the Park Dungeon. Those were my first original trainers. And then George South was my head trainer. And who had to come about every Tuesday? Nature Boy Ric Flair, Bobby Eaton, and Ricky Dragon Steamboat, because their sons was also training. And then also, from time to time, since it was at high spots, uh, Al Snow would drop in. Uh, Matt Hardy would drop in. And yet we have jackasses who's training somebody's backyard. Try to come up to me, oh, Baron. You are outdated. Who the hell are you to tell me I'm outdated? And I don't know what I'm talking about. When I locked up with freaking Rick Flair, I'm sorry if you locked up with Texas outlaw or Carolina Blowjob Express or whatever you want to call them. But That's I know a professional wrestling. That's a problem. <laughs> They're force entertainment. There's too many jackoffs. Don't know why you wipe your freedom ring. It's one, respect. It's two, hygiene. That's the reason most of these idiots are getting staph infection. and ain't got a clue. Because they walk walking gum, dogs, and, and nothing else. And not washing their gear. The oh, my
3: God. Fucking dishes me the hell off.
0: Here's what it boils down to. We, we've always heard the term inverted. <laughs> Don't tell me something outdated. When you don't come up with something new, how many years is a stop sign been a stop sign? That ain't that sucker ain't outdated. That don't mean oh, just slowly drive through now. It's still a stop sign. It's still effective. If you're just a dumbass, if you don't get it, that's all it boils down to. That's one of my In biggest Bernie issues. Movies, you couldn't do it right.
1: That's one of my biggest issues now is the, with the style. I'm an old school, you know what I mean? Like I don't wanna talk about fifteen spots before we go out there because I smoke weed and I'm gonna forget. So I yeah, need to I'm get not to gonna remember point. all that. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember all that. You know what I mean? Uh you give me the And here, yeah, here's the thing. I'm gonna give you a prize you, have, prize. you yeah, I, I got you. Like so so me and me and Joe Schmo talk about a twenty minute match in the back, right? And we lay it down spot for spot and we got it where we want. And then we go out there in the first spot, the crowd don't react. So you're going to keep giving them the shit you just come up right. with? Now what you going to do, That's yeah. Exactly. Or when, or when somebody mess, messes... Man, I was in Georgia a month ago, a month and a half ago. First spot of the ring, me and Victor Andrews gives the guy a guy double suplex for my credit. I broke three rings in my ring. This is one of the three rings I broke. We land, big board pops up in the center. It's four vets in there, but we didn't talk. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't talk about the whole match. Like we didn't, we didn't lay it out. So I'm like, oh shit, what are we gonna do now? I got tagged Victor. By the time I tagged Victor and he comes in, we already didn't talked about everything that was going on. You know, you know what I'm saying? And we avoided what you, the issue is rather than let's just go in with what we planned in the back. You know what I mean? That's one of the biggest issues. I remember when I watched wrestling. Wrestling is, is, is supposed to be a combat sport. There's supposed to be mess ups. It's supposed to, everything's not supposed to be fluid. Like you, you got a guy go to headlock takeover, and he takes you down, and he does. Woo-woo. But what happens when, when you mess up? It looks real. It looks like okay. In a fight, if I go for a headlock, I'm not always going to get it. Yep. But in wrestling, we always get that headlock. You, you well, know, exactly. you know Baron.
4: Baron can attest this because I'm going to shoot Baron's horn because ain't going to shoot his own horn. If people don't know Baron worked at TNA and he also trained there for a while. That's where he got his nickname, man. I'm gonna do this horn for him. But having uh, said that, here's what a bunch of spot monkeys on say. I'm gonna cover two things here real quick. Number one, in a wrestling purpose show that was sold out, I might add in a wrestling squad a couple months ago. I can't I don't think you guys were there. Every no, we match were there. on we that. We got there late. Okay. We, were we were there every match on that show. Oh was late, oh that's a spot. surprise. The only one they didn't react to. Was the retarded fucker who doesn't understand how to work and decided to jump through fucking chairs. And I said you're a retarded fucker and you ruin everybody you get near." Rob Killjoy. Yeah, that's right. Bang, I said bang. I a person. I'm you as a person you jumped through some damn chairs and you broke some shit and almost cost my ability. You're a good dude, but you don't think sometimes. And I ain't blaming pot because who I no is no and ain't stupid. Number two. And this is the most important thing. WWE, where everybody wants to work at, or Japan, or other places, and Barry can attest to this. I've had a tryout one place, and a lot of my students have had a tryout. You know what they look for? They don't look to be doing every fucking spot in the book. They look to see if you know how to sell, how you look. How you move, how you work. That's what they don't need a Rey Mysterio mark because they got Rey Mysterio. They don't need Jeff Hardy because they can sign Jeff Hardy. They want to know that they can make you what they want to make you, but you got to know how to work. Unless you're a football star off the New York getting a free ride or you're an MMA person getting out there or you're Brock Lesnar, you have to have some kind of gamut to get signed there. And if you can't wrestle, that's what they want. I went with a couple guys. One guy just left there. Well, his tryout, he worked Simon Dean, and they all they cared about was not anything he did, but how he did it, how Christy was, and what he did. That's all they care about. If they want to make you a Russian, like if they sign David right now, and they want David to be a uh, skinhead, I'm gonna be the best
1: skinhead you ever seen.
4: You know what I'm saying? I'm and skinhead. I mean, I'm not. You know, I haven't said Rob Kilgore thing. I like Rob, and I think Rob's okay. But I think it was bullshit in the first match. That's another problem in the wrestling business. Learn your role on the card. I like opening shows. I like setting the tone. I like doing i you know what? If Baron's in the last match working with a chain, you don't use a damn chain anywhere on that show. If Baron, you let it, it feels just like a movie. You get to open it, it looks good, it looks good, it looks good, it looks good. It looks, oh, there it is. Boom. We're at the top. Shout, if you shoot shout somebody... Shout out to my man
1: CW, because I was at a wrestling with a purpose show, and I forgot he was even on the card. And I'm talking to the young guys we was with, and one of my moves is a spine buster. And I was like, spine buster, and everybody stopped. And I was like, what's up? He's like, CW's on the show. I was like, oh, you're right. No spine buster, sidewalk slam. You know, you know what I'm <laughs> There you go. Oh, right, that's, right. that's how that's it's supposed it. to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I remember one time I was at a show, Boogie Woogie Man. This is his vet status. We... Couldn't find him at all to talk <laughs> yeah. about this match. And it was like a four, four on four so we took it upon ourselves to come up with a match right and we come up with this damn what we thought was a good match and here come boogie woogie five minutes for the name, first guy goes out to the ring and goes all right this is what we gonna do boop, 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 boop. and we're all looking at him like somebody gonna tell him we plan out the match I'm like i ain't gonna tell this motherfucker shit he's a hall of famer i'm gonna go out there and do exactly what the hell he said and when i tell you we went i did exactly what the fuck he said and it worked perfectly you know what I'm saying? like that's what we need like Nowadays, motherfuckers want to get there and just want to do everything. Now, like, you have a place on the card. If your first match, keep it in the ring. Stay technical. None of that high spot shit should even come until after intermission. Get these motherfuckers to want to see something. We got entitled
0: young guys. They know everything. And the
1: best example, like I tell people, if my grandfather was
0: still alive, and I went, granddaddy, let me tell you how life works. Everybody would look at me like I was crazy. But not in professional wrestling. You will have the guy that's done this two or three years. Go up to somebody has been doing it 15, 16, 20 years, say, nah, bro, that that is outdated. You know, that there is, we're past that. This is how we should do it. What's the difference? How do you tell somebody that's lived way longer than you how life works? But, how, but in professional wrestling, you can come there, ain't done nothing, still don't know how to lace up your boots right, but yet you're going to tell somebody that was doing this back when you was in elementary school how it's supposed to be.
1: I remember exactly. the, first time I seen,
0: exactly.
1: the first time I seen George South, um, I'm a New Yorker, so I wouldn't raise down here. So I wouldn't raise with George South and Ric Flair's and you know all the people that y'all were. Uh, but the first time I actually seen him, it was an indie show and I was already a grown man then. And he it took him five minutes, almost four minutes to come out his jacket. And I was so entertained and everybody was like, what are you talking about? He wasted time. I was like, do you see what the hell he just did? Do you see what he just did with the jacket? He made me mad at him and the jacket. He didn't touch the guy yet. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) people give me crap about, I remember one time (laughs) me and uh, Mark James had a, had a match and we was only supposed to go five minutes. And right before we go to the curtain, the guy goes, I need you to go 20. We looked at each other and was like, All right, I had to guess we're talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there you go. It's, it's several ways to What I'm trying to say is several ways to skin a cat. Several. I don't have to break my back because at the end of the day, I have, I have a full-time job. I don't need to, you know, kill myself on a Saturday and a Sunday and then can't work Monday because that's where I get my money from. You know what I mean? So I'm, my job is to entertain and come back again and you know bring it to you again.
5: I think a, a, a lot of the issues that goes on in the wrestling business also has to do with people not knowing their their history or not knowing the people that they're working with. Um, uh, for for example, I, I know for a fact that Trey has uh, helped trained, if not trained, uh, somebody that is, well, I, I guess currently or not now anymore on the WWE uh, roster. But nobody would know that. And you would think they would come to you, Trey, and not just – not just you in general, but any veteran in the locker room and say, Hey, you know, g- give me some advice. You know, what, what can not only on the match, but just about wrestling in general, what can I do to be more entertaining? I've only Let me trained two
1: guys in this business and they still contact, and I'm not even gonna mention their names. I, I refuse because they're doing pretty good right now. Uh, they're actually doing better than me and I'm, I'm cool with it, but they still call me and ask me for advice, you know, I mean? on life and wrestling, you know, you know like I, I love it. I love it. But go ahead, Trey. I well, didn't mean to cut you off, man.
4: Well, no, I mean I'm o i just want to clarify something. Because sometimes there's a misunderstanding. I'm a, I'm one of the most honest people you'll meet and it'll get me in trouble a lot. The first one talking about obviously is KC. I didn't train K C Stro trained K C. And, but what it was was okay. Casey was working with us at the, at the school some weekend. So he was there with the Dawson's, And I kind of worked with him, but I don't take any credit on that. I think most of it was the And Casey was a student of the game. He studied. When you brought up the business, the part about studying your business, Casey knew the business. He lived and breathed this business. And the other thing was Casey learned while working with the boys. He really didn't learn that much from me. I just gave him the tips that I thought, but I'm not taking any credit for what he did, but Casey was a, a student of the game, but he was able to have a lot of ring time at my school, and that's the only thing I really helped with was providing him ring time and, and quite a bit of matches. So all the credit for Casey's training, is good. Now, the Dolphins, that's on me. Charlie, that's on me, except for when he went to high spots and worked with George and Bobby Eaton, all those guys was like Baron did, and uh, Sean Cruz, you know, it, you know, that's another one that's mine. Daniel Messina. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else that I really want to claim. And I'll tell you
0: what, though.
4: Casey was a stroke stro- trainee, and, you know, Chase was like one of those ones in the kind of guys that come in and just are good at what they do. But he's a proven fact of how good you are. You still – may not be happy where you're at. And I wish him the best of luck. He's a great guy, great dad, great person, and damn hell of a wrestler. And I hope wherever he winds up at, he gets paid like he shouldn't have to put up with that bull bureaucratic bullshit up there. Um so, but,
5: I, know, but, so. I know I know for a fact that 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 KC is a one tough cookie. Cause I remember <laughs> yes. uh, we were at a show, uh Trey, I think it was at one of your shows, uh you had me do a run in and he was on the apron, and I went to hit him. I gave him no, you know, good old work hit. Boom. And he looked at me with a straight face, go, You motherfucker, you better hit me. He <laughs> scared me half to death, and I knocked the shit out of him.
2: <laughs> so for, for those who are listening and may not know, KC is actually the formerly known Scott Dawson. Yes. Yeah. So just in yep. you know, uh, formerly of the revival, you know, before. <laughs> I don't want to get you guys soon. I don't want you, you guys oh, soon. Man, look, if and look, this is what I say. If somebody happens to hear this and, they have a, and they're have and they upset about it, I'm glad. Because that means we made it <laughs> to extra ears. I'm get cool. that cease and, and desist honest, letter. By the, t- by the time we get the cease and desist
5: letter, the show's already aired. Yeah. It's okay. forgot. probably don't <laughs> forgot we did it.
4: Here's the thing, Here's the thing Ken, and then I'll tell you this. You know, I'm always willing if someone asks me to look, Baron's the same way. I'm pretty sure you, anybody who's been around is willing to. I don't insult someone when I tell them what's up, but I'm not dishonest with them. I, if you if your suplex looks like shit or you didn't do something right, I'll tell you why. And I don't just say you fucked up, I'll say this is why it made better. And like Baron said, you can call me outdated, you can call him outdated, because when I first came into business, I was small and everybody said I wasn't gonna make it making this business. I'm still sitting here while they're sitting on their damn couches right now watching Dark Side of the Ring, wishing they still could wrestle because nobody's got them. Steven and Shane are hell of a fucking worker. Steven and Shane are going to be great in this business. And, you know, Baron, everybody knows how I feel about him. I'm going to just say, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is my reputation precedes me, you know, if I don't, if you're not going to, when I get in the ring with you, I want to help you and I want to sell for you. I want to you to look good. Now, I've always been that way with everybody I work. I don't ever try to shit on nobody. I always try to help you and I try to do what I'm doing. And I've helped a lot of guys from Burlington, and Snooty Fox and other guys in the ring. But here's the thing. if you wanna fuck I love Snooty Fox. Ring, if you want to fuck with me in the ring, I'll beat the shit out of you. And one day somebody's going to beat the shit out of me back and that's fine. You know, and I'm I'm known numerous ways up your way, Dave, about fights and fucking random bar shit and pulling fucking guns and and beating the shit out of somebody. I'm known for that shit, but I don't want to be that guy. I'm I'm not no straight pussy, and I'm tired of people shitting on the business that I love. I'm tired of us when we ask for a decent payday. They say Billy Bob over there who jumps off a of fucking TV at Walmart and does a monkey flip and now he's a fucking star just to book him. And while we bear you, we can't get our paydays because that shithole can't work. And I'm gonna tell you another thing. Anybody who don't like George South can kiss my white tasty ass. And anybody who says George South anything about him is because your ass can't work. And that's why you don't like George South. Because George South, and I'm saying this over and over again. If your ass was so good, then how come Bobby Eaton, Ricky Steamboat, uh, Tully Blunt didn't send their kid to train with you? Their ass sent him to George. So you insult George, you're dealing with me. I'll beat your ass over George. I just want to make sure that's known publicly. I'll beat your ass over George style. That goes for fucking I, Dylan Hines and any other
2: smuts.
1: I don't, that, I don't know George that, personally, see, feel, but he's all right. That
2: he that's the exact same way that Mr. Magnificent did like about Patti LaBelle. Don't talk huh? about Patty LaBelle. He doesn't like exactly. me. He's on you. That's right. <laughs> I, got I to love Georgia. I
1: don't know That's
4: him that well. Patty LaBelle's son is
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I should have I, I, never I, posted I, the
1: video. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but I want to say two things. Steven and Shane are our most ruthless pit bulls. But they ain't said much. So I want to hear what they got to say. Because Shane's making that weird, mad face right now. I barely can see him because the camera's kind of low. But uh, I'm always
3: you know, mad. What are you talking about, man? I'm always mad.
4: Steven and Shane are going to make plays. Nice. I mean, Team pitbull ain't – we don't play with people no more. That's, I mean, that's legit. We ain't, we're beyond the whole team section pitbull rivalry. Darren, myself, Steven, and Shane, we're committed to helping this wrestling business along with some other guys, you know, like Damian Wayne and Corey Essel's coming back and the Dolphins. All, all those guys ain't playing no more. But you're right. I'm telling this. Make this a public announcement. I walked you past know, Corey the, the other, the other day and didn't
1: recognize him. What? I was at a show. I was at a show about two years wall. ago, and Corey was on the show, and I didn't recognize him. Like I walked right I past that, once, that I mean, man. Like he come and I heard it, they announced him, and I was like, "Nigga, that was Corey." You didn't see me walk past him I was like, I didn't say shit. I, man, listen, that dude. I, for, like first time. My first, my first year in the business, I was at CW at first, and the only booking ever had that. And I watched him do a backflip off the top at almost yep. four hundred pounds, and it wasn't yep. no backside flip; it was legit head, feet Boom, over follow, so. and yes, and landed perfectly. And I was Boom, like, well, "Huh."
4: Here's the thing, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking out of turn for the boys, and I'm done, you know, but. Here's the way we feel about it, guys. I just named us, and probably you guys, and Baron. I know he's already made this very clear, and I'm just backing him up. when I'm pretty sure Stephen Shane feel the way. If you want, to, this is everybody who thinks you're just gonna come into business, not get proper training, not have gear, and just come in the ring and do your little flips and flops, and just sneak your way in the back door while we busting our ass. You know, we miss weddings, we miss family reunions. Some of us have lost. uh girlfriends. We've had people do bad shit to us. We've been mistreated. We've almost lost jobs. This is our livelihood. I know Baron, it, it lives this stuff. This is how Darren keeps his mindset straight. And I know Shane's the same way and Steven's the same way because everybody's got problems. But we are tired of people coming in and shitting on the business. So when you come in the business, young bucks, Here's your option. And this is for just us for speaking for some of the other old vets. Like, we're get going to be trained. the Dick players, We're going to be the Wahoo McDaniels. We're going to be the Dick Murdos, We're going to be the Bruiser Burdies You either come in, learn the business, and let people help you. It ain't got to be me. It ain't got to be Barrett. But find somebody, a mentor, who knows what the hell they're doing. Or you're going to get to ring one of us, and we're going to have a bad night. And then you're going to listen to us, or we're going to educate you on how the business works. Like you said earlier, David, they used to beat your ass and take your money and tell you to leave. They need to smarten you up for month. Now, sometimes not even head longer head than that. Like, this is this is Think about Santino Morella Jim Corden smacked the shit out of him for laughing at somebody.
2: I did not know that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't know that. Yeah, I know. You mm. <laughs> smacked yeah, the shit out of You didn't know the
0: of Boogeyman Santino. sir?
2: That's the Boogeyman <laughs> sir <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it
0: funny it that. A lot of people. There's, there's some situations that either last year or year before. Everybody won. Such-and-such such got shot on me. Let me tell you something. I've worked guys that was a whole lot more violent. I had fist-fight with Mansoe Indians for several matches before I earned his respect. I come out with black eyes and everything else. Busted guns. Did I win? that I got shot on? No. I hit him back.
1: But that, that goes back to not being able to defend yourself.
2: Like I I I, was an amateur wrestler
1: before I ever became a pro wrestler and to shoot on me is not a good thing because I tie you in a knot and you have to learn how to handle yourself in those situations and if you can't you're going to, okay I was at a show and it was an old head. I'm not going to mention his name. And he, he brought that up to my attention because I was on the way feeling like, uh, you know, you talk about some shit in, in the back and then you go out, you know, you, you try to, you know, go out off a of left center. That's kind of fucked up. But if you know how to handle yourself, all that it all that took was a headlock takeover in the conversation. Hey, bro, is this what we going to do or are you going to do what we talked about? And if you don't want to do that, we go back to what we was doing in the first place. You know what I mean? But, hey, you know, that that goes back to proper training. I'm not knocking on the kids training, but if you know how to protect you, like, almost, I've seen that video about the uh, the female wrestler getting beat up by the fan. That had me, like, a wrestler, we come, I'm, I'm gonna yell at you, and it, like, what? Oh, now you gotta see me, Holmes. Like, I'm not losing that fight, you know, but... You know. But fire you know, back at you, gotta watch what Yeah! Yeah! you, you got beat up by a fan? You.
3: you lost My all fan?
2: credibility. You, have- you lost if I all your can't credibility. Come see you. you can't You shouldn't be able to wrestle no more after that, or whatever you do, valet. None of that. You're done. You're done.
0: And what it boils down to, like I said, what Trey said, it's too easy to get wrestled now because we've labeled it fourth entertainment. People's called it fake, where everybody says, "Oh, I can do that too." There was a time you actually had to be a man and had to have a set to do this, but now with such PC, now they. You know you can't say that. that's the reason wrestling school is failing. Listen, when I first started wrestling school, there was pro football players there dropping. There was guys straight out of the military dropping. They didn't care if I was dehydrated. It's like you want this or not? we got to the point now we care about too much, and we try to be perfect. <clears throat> if you go to a military and you try out for the special forces, you ain't got time to care if your feelings is bent. I ain't got time to care you sprained ankle. I wrestled with a broke ankle. $5. I wrestled with broke ribs. I didn't take a day off. God knows how many concussions I've had. It's either do you want it or do you not? Do you want to be a professional wrestler or do you want to be a little hometown hero to get your fans to buy your merchandise and your stupid little chance. Right. Which one is it? But last I check professional wrestlers, you beat Murdochs, you Manny Fernandez, you're Dr. Steve Williams, you Perry Gordon. Now, there's a lot of sports entertainers now. Now, for every Gordon store, Gord, for every one of them, you got some of this stuff nowadays where if they take off the face paint, get rid of the feather boys. Show me wrestling, exactly. and they can't even
4: do a talk wrestling. I remember the first so, time I, I went to a the show. The quote the on Anderson on that: "Stars are in the sky, and stars are in Hollywood." The marquee says
2: wrestling. Exactly. Damn right, exactly. I like that. That's
1: legit. Yeah. Right and proper, the also, the proper training,
0: man. I, like the proper training. On. I can't make. it fans or people believe wrestling
3: real but i'll be doggone i can prove to y'all that team pitbull's real damn rock i can prove it. i a you know. a broken neck that's all i got i finished a match with a broken neck rwa i don't use their brand when somebody wanted to belly, belly me over thought they could must me over i broke my neck and finished the match it's on youtube I, I broke my neck and finished the match
2: that's crazy so all right so before we finish up we're gonna finish up in a couple minutes what would you guys like to see with wrestling after this pandemic ends? Like, what would you like to see change with wrestling after after the pan- pandemic is over? You know, what, what is something different that you guys would like to see? Unity. One at a time. One at a time. One at a time.
3: First off, guys washing their damn gear. <laughs> their damn
2: gear.
3: I swear to God. <laughs>
2: Wait, wait. what do You wait. You got to elaborate on that one. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean, wash your gear? It's like it don't sounds say. simple, but. Gee, you can go to a show, and
3: 90% of the guys are going to have their gear washed. The gear is sitting in their bag, and they ain't, they wrestled a month ago. So you sit and wrestling somebody. You got to lock up, and you got their old sweat and stink on them. No, wash your damn gear. How hard is it to wash your damn gear? If yeah. you can't wash your gear, I don't want to wrestle you. I don't yeah. want watch. You can't watch your damn hey, gear. If I'm, if I'm working
1: somebody at their gear stanks, I'm gonna tell them, bro. You stink. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be nice about it, but not no more. I
2: offer my deal. i be I got some deodorant. Here you go. Uh,
1: now nah, see, that's what I'm not gonna do. I'm not offering at
2: that point. Don't I'm, I'm, my, my I'm not
1: offering you shit. Exactly.
4: Greed. I, I would like to see. I would like to see professional wrestlers. And promoters work together for a quality product to make our business back the way it was. Everybody's had enough time to sit and soak. Now we need to make this work. There's no excuse why if we all work together on both sides, the workers and the promoters, to fill build these buildings up when this comes back. And once we fill them up, the key is to bring them back the next time, according to Ricky Morton. Let's do tonight what we need to do. So we put on quality stuff. And another thing is quit all this backstabbing political bullshit in the locker room. If you, if you want to learn the business, well, then the guys who are older will teach you or, you know, you ain't be honest, man. Look, I stood up before this. Please give me a second chance. A bunch of us are going to be cool with that. But we really need to come together and make this business profitable for everybody. There's enough money and, and fans out there for everybody to make money. We don't need none of this backstabbing <laughs> Facebook bullshit. Let's leave that
1: to fucking old married women. Right, man unity unity let's get rid of the trash baggers yeah exactly let's get rid of these trash baggers uh let's get rid of the promoters as, as using us as action figures uh let's 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 work on bigging each other up you know what i mean Let, let's and, uh, like trey should trey said bringing them there and then getting them to come back pander to these when i don't mean pander uh I do mean pander. Take the time out during, during your intermission and go talk to the kids because at the end of the day, the kids are the one that told the moms to buy the, buy the ticket. So you, you want to go out, especially if you're a good guy, you want to go out there and shake them hands and, and, and not just sound like a robot. Try to, you know, uh you, you know try to you know let these people know that you, you're there for them cuz they want to come back to see you you know that that's what it's all about uh more unity uh companies working together you know what i mean you got a fan base i got a fan base let's bring these people in the same building and get money without nobody trying to shit each other out of the profits you know what i'm saying uh guys learning Learning how to be respectful. You know what I mean? Walk in the locker room. No, I'm not shaking any hands for a good year after this. I'll give y'all some toe taps. I'm just being honest. I ain't, ain't going to be shaking hands for a while after this <laughs> epidemic. You're going to be getting toe <laughs> taps. You know Wait, wait, <laughs> like wait, 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 wait. That
2: don't make sense, bro. Because if hey. you're going to wrestle somebody, you yeah. you going to lock up. You're going hey. to grab them, pick them up and all that. But you're evidently, not going
1: to shake the hand? Evidently, you haven't seen me wrestle yet. Ooh. I don't do none of that trash. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just <laughs> just <laughs> just <laughs> Tell him again, Trey.
1: Tell him again. <laughs> I gotta,
2: I gotta look at these videos that I got
1: in my phone. That you got. I'm, yeah. got, I'm on this, the apron this, to the this, hot this, tag, baby. Come on, baby. I ain't a spell bump. <laughs> not, what? Yeah, I ain't took a bump since '78. You know I mean? <laughs> 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 oh man. Funny story though. We was going. We was on our way to. Ger- we was on our way to Germany. Uh, uh Georgia. And Kenneth couldn't go, so I had, a, I had a replacement. I used Victor Andrews as an upstanding replacement. You know, Victor Andrews, Mr. Everything, you know, nothing, yeah. nothing bad to say about him. But on the way there, Ken was like, man, I hope you bring your Wheaties. And I was like, for so what? He's he doing all the work.
2: <laughs> 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 I saw the ring with a hot
1: tag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, go, uh, give it here. i bump, 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 and let's get business. But, you know, that's just what I would like to see after this pandemic. But a lot more unity. Um, you know, stop tearing down people's posters and you know, just coming together and trying to be trying to trying to bring bring wrestling back to the territory. And we're never gonna go back to territory days, but we can get close. You know what I mean? Giving people another option because I didn't know about Andy Russell until I was in my twenties. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know about Andy Russell until I was in my twenties. And a lot of a lot of people still don't know they even exist at all. You know what I mean? So you you wanna bring people to these shows and let, like uh last I'm gonna say this last. Couple weeks, couple months ago, it was SmackDown. You know, when I was coming up, uh, me and Kenneth used to go. SmackDown tickets were uh, fifty bucks a pop. Now they want almost two hundred for the good seats. You know what I mean? But you can go to an indie show for ten bucks, and every seat's a good seat. You're gonna be able to talk to the wrestlers, touch the wrestlers. You, you know what I mean? It's, it's. A, yeah, I think it's gonna be a good experience. And after this pandemic's over, let's bring the fans back, man. That's all I got to say. Chat.
2: Chat. Even
1: bearing anything? And
0: what I'd, like to, what I'd like to see is like the marquee says professional wrestling. Those two words, I can say it says wrestling, but no, it says professional wrestling. We, we need guys to start appearing in a professional <laughs> in every aspect. I mean, that that includes in the ring, out of the ring, away from the show, because it is so embarrassing when you have a guy that's supposed to be one of your top guys or representation of the company, and they're outside doing something stupid. I mean, I'm not trying to knock anybody's lifestyle choices, but if you're cheating on your wife or talking to underage girls or anything stupid, then people go, oh, that's a new guy? Or, you know, we don't want our guys in the headlines doing anything stupid because we're saying dudes or representations of the company. We need professionalism all across the board. Because what happens if you get a bunch of DUIs and you work with Ben? eventually going to get rid of us
5: Unless you're a Hardy. Or oh,
1: so.
0: Hardy's well, the
5: yeah, thing that's is, true. How, many, how many of these guys
0: are moving Hardy Boy merchandise or selling Hardy Boy tickets on an indie show?
1: True statement. True statement. I mean,
0: people can <laughs> We call those, look at Stone Cold for instance. Yeah, Stone Cold has been arrested for domestic abuse. Okay. They, that's a cold hard reality. People will get a pass. How many of these wrestlers have ever drew a house on Stone Cold or made money on Stone Cold? We know there's more than one side to the story. People got to quit comparing it to somebody that's made it when $50 is a great payday. When Stone Cold done made $100,000 you're not at a paper view, and you're not going to make a hundred thousand dollars for the next four or five years. That's included with the shoot job. So, why are you trying to compare yourself to a national superstar? There's always an exception. I mean, we can go there nine to five, and there's always a guy getting away with stuff that we can't get away with. So, why are you going to compare it to a multi millionaire? What I'm saying. We need to carry I ain't saying wear soup and every show. What I'm saying is make grown up decisions. Make smart decisions. Quit being stupid outside and inside the ring. If a promoter tells you, Oh, we got two rings here tonight. We're having a war game match. Stay
3: in the ring. Yeah, no, you I've know, waited was, wait, was, waiting, the- for was waiting, waiting for that. I was
2: waiting for
5: that don't, I don't I still to this day do not Or didn't be passed that. out on pills in the but locker per- room the promoter that specifically part. said do not go in the other ring and how do you get hurt on the pre-match. No, no wait wait wait, wait, wait no wait, wait wait wait, wait. wait, wait. Hold, up.
2: Up, hold, up, hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up because hold up because what actually happened before that is during homeboy's entrance during i don't know if y'all saw this cuz i know y'all's in the back but i was commentating homeboy came out for his i don't even remember his name he came out for his entrance and he slipped I'm talking about feet above head, slipped and fell in front of everybody <laughs> on his entrance, and then he had to turn around and wrestle the match, and then he fell in between the rings. It's like it was just not a good day for for that guy. It was just on the pre-show, on the pre, on the dark it's match pre-show. pre-show.
0: No, again, that's for being a professional in the ring house exactly
3: yeah yeah those, those are clouds that we need, need to get fly, rid of fly, fly, fly fly my God, how, how do you ball.
2: mess up walking to the ring
1: you're <laughs> whatever, literally that, walking whatever you're you put your body before it kicked in too soon it kicked in faster <laughs> hey. he thought it was
2: <laughs> hey. he, look I, but that bump was nice on the ground though he, took, he, was. Was he nice his dog. chin he, he did he did tuck his chin
1: yeah, little little little. The Shout out to Team Sexy. We was the only people to have interest music at the oh World at the Rumble. Yo.
2: Oh my god! Oh my I god! Love <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh! I love that. Look, guys, give me you guys um, how how we can get in touch with you guys, social medias, all that stuff before we get up out of here. Uh, Shane uh, Martin, GDL,
3: Facebook.
4: Uh, i saw Pitbull Ichiban. Pitbull underscore Ichiban. Instagram, Facebook, the Pitbull Steven Idol. Uh, Twitter, same thing, Pitbull underscore Ichiban. I'm not on Twitter much, but follow me anyway. (laughs) I'll probably be in trouble on Facebook. I'll be in Facebook jail or you can catch me on Team Pitbull.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Team Sexy Fan Page along with Brother Mark Magnificent.
0: Yes. Uh, you can type in Team Pitbull on Facebook, or you can type in Baron Bullet on anything. Trust me, I got too much heat. Ain't nobody wanting to beat me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ain't nobody hacking that page. <laughs> well, look, man, that's what it is. It's the all. It is the the Smash the Mad podcast. I am the Ugliest Brother in Radio G Money, and I am one half of Team Sexy Mister Magnificent. And look, we like to thank Team Pitbull. Trey G, Baron Bullard, Steven Idle, Shane Martin. We'd like to thank Sweet Daddy D, the other half yeah. of Team Sexy, for being on this show, man. Look, and we we all understand, you know, what the pandemic is like there's little to no wrestling going on. So whatever we can do to help keep people's names out there, and you know what I'm saying, and remind people that once this is over, look, there's some guys you, you need to get out there and see. You know that's that's what we're here for. You know what I'm saying? So. And shout say, out to y'all. the guys.
1: Shout out to the guys who just you know who wrestle, and, and that, that's what that's their means of you know working right now. And they can't. Yes. Shout yeah. out to the gymnasty boys, and you know guys like yeah. that who, who can't who can't get money right now. You know that's, what I mean? That's their only. Yes. Exactly. Yeah,
2: salute to the guys who like their job description is professional wrestler. Like, yeah. They don't have nine to five. Like this is what they do. Guys like Billy Brad. <laughs> Guys like the gymnasty boys, like there's a lot of them out there. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, so that's what it is, man. We out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. Let's get it.
1: Appreciate y'all. Right here,
3: you got the one man riot, Zane
1: Dawson. And the br- big brother, Dave Dawson. We're the greatest tag team to ever lace up a pair of boots on. Dawson Brothers, and right now, you're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. Better listen or you're getting smashed.
3: Hey, everybody. This
0: is the Caribbean
3: Tiger, the man you love to hate. So please follow Smash The Man Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.
4: Take care.